Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we discuss all things Muslim mom. And if you're not a Muslim mom, don't worry. If you're a Muslim woman in general, or even a woman in general, you're going to find that you will find something for yourself here in Shalta'ala because women, we have so many things in common than we realize regardless of religion and background and whatever. So um, yeah, in Shalta'ala, I just want to let you know I had so many um, requests on my Instagram to do a podcast on my daily schedule that I'm going to use in Ramadan in Shalta'ala. I mean, we all live to, to reach Ramadan we can't just assume right um, and um, at the end of the day um, before I do get into that I just wanted to give a really quick shout out and I hope I don't butcher the name wrong because names are so sensitive but I wanted to give a shout out to Daniela Ambia she has a um, YouTube channel and she recently did a um, she's actually obviously you know really well known it's not like that she's up and coming she's she's pretty established but she had a um a ramadan um like preparation for books and podcasts that you could uh, look up and use all during ramadan and she actually cited um our podcast and gave a really um positive and amazing review and i just wanted to say i really really um respect her and i'm honored and um thank you so much and inshallah you guys should also after this go check out her content that she's suggesting for ramadan inshallah so um yeah like i said i I did um, get this request from Instagram, so you can check out my Instagram. We are also on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we just put up a new YouTube channel, guys, and inshallah ta'ala, you should check it out. I do want to say sorry for the noise in the background because I want to let you know we are in the heart of Brooklyn, and no matter how we're going to record, <laughs> Brooklyn is going to speak from behind me here and there from time to time, but that's the beauty of New York City, right? So um, anyway, alhamdulillah. So um, yeah, so at the end of the day, um, and my IGTV on my um, I have a spot where I talk about my homeschooling and my scheduling I have a couple um, YouTube um, videos up on Ramadan already if you do go check out my YouTube try to subscribe and hit the notification bell because all through Ramadan you're going to see content on development and actually I might take this podcast and turn it into a visual on like a day in the life during Ramadan so it might be really helpful to get the visual I know and it's not always easy just hearing things so basically um, today what I'm going to talk about is how I'm like I said how I'm going to do my schedule and everybody's different um, I don't think we should compare ourselves we're all just getting ideas from one another of things we might do um, I really really um, am giving you like literally exactly what I do year after year and every year um, by the end of Ramadan I do try to take one habit that I feel I would love to carry over after Ramadan to continue after Ramadan and I just want to say that you're gonna hear my morning part right now where I'm gonna explain it it is very similar to my miracle morning routine in my youtube channel and if you go check that one out you're gonna see it's like wow it's not really much different in ramadan but that's because i actually got this down in ramadan and said i want to have better days and I know from hearing from like so many, um, you know, really famous speakers and people out there that if you master your morning, you master the day. So I got really hip to that and it's really true. And so what I want to say is mornings are super important to me and powerful and I no longer mess with them and take them for granted. So, um, yeah, you're going to find the content and this is a little bit similar to that. So you might want to check that one out as well when you're done with this one. So, um, so what I do is I wake up in the morning and I pray uh, to Raka. I try to always pray to Raka, no matter how tired I am. And even though I'm praying Tarawih and all that stuff, because it's just like a time of Baraka, guys. It's kind of like you go to Hajj, right? You, you got all the way there. 
Let's do it right. So if Allah led us to live, alhamdulillah, to see Ramadan, let's let's do Ramadan, right? So I try to always do at least two rakah and make some dua before I run off into the kitchen to prepare sahur. And we have like this particular way we do sahur. It took us maybe the last two, three years, we, we like totally decided to commit to this way of doing sahur. I know with like Ramadan, we all have our own cultures. Many cultures, food is something you do not mess with. And I'm totally there and I respect you. And we had some similar stuff too. Like we used to always be like, oh, we have to have ful and khubs and all this stuff like that. But we kind of gravitate, gravitated toward creating our own. I'm really big about like thinking outside the box, following tradition, but also like making it your own without like, you know, going too crazy but at the end of the day so our sahur is basically this and i will tell you this a lot of the stuff that i'm going to explain to you i do a lot of prep before ramadan even begins you're going to notice the past three podcasts and even i have like i said a youtube a video up about family and house prep i do a lot before i have learned over the years doing things before ramadan make your ramadan so different so um, you have a couple days left still, guys. Get whatever prep you still can in. Don't feel discouraged. But I do start a couple weeks before. I know that sounds cuckoo, but it's like the Sahaba used to do it maybe six months before at least. So we're actually pretty behind. So anyway, at the end of the day, you're going to find some of the stuff I use in Sahur was pre-made and things like that. But that's because, like I said, I invest the time so that I wake up easy breezy, have home, home fresh cooked you know, stuff. And at the same time, it's like no stress for me in the morning because who really wants to get up and whip up a whole meal in the morning? That sounds ridiculous. And I don't want to do cereal. I'm not one of those people. I want to have like real food. Um, so anyway, alhamdulillah. So, so, so for example, about a week before Ramadan, in particular, I'll make a whole batch of smoothies. I have two ones in particular that I use. I'm going to tell you why I do this. Even if you're not a smoothie person, I'm telling you, if you don't want to be hungry while fasting, this might be something you want to listen to because this is actually the kicker. This is what has um, sustained me for the past couple of years now when I actually implemented it. So um, I have two particular recipes on my blog. One is um, a citrus smoothie recipe. And I pick smoothies, guys, that are kind of like lower on fat because smoothies can be really high in calories and fattening and make you actually fatter and people don't realize that so I tend to be like that's counterproductive <laughs> let me pick things that are actually not going to make me fat while I'm trying to get healthy so um I, the citrus smoothie and I have a superfood one that I have but it, the recipe is actually under like my superfood like ice pops or something for kids because I have this way of sneaking superfoods in for my kids with like really yummy berry ice pops and stuff so the point is like those two recipes are basically the two I mostly use and I make them ahead of time so I ha- I'll wake up in the morning I'll have about 8 to 16 ounces of that why am I committing to the whole smoothie thing it's a horror because the truth is the reason that most people are hungry during the day is not just because you haven't eaten or I haven't eaten it's because actually our body is missing vital nutrients that we didn't get and so your body is craving and starving for nutrients so if you give like your body this crazy wham of nutrients and sahur you actually will stave off the cravings of hunger until way into like sometimes for me it's like two o'clock three o'clock four o'clock I've even had times up till five o'clock I wasn't hungry that much because having that nutrient burst in the morning will actually help you to be less hungry if you're pregnant and fasting that's how I get through pregnant I've, I've fasted nine months pregnant um, I know people think that's crazy but it's not because if you take care of yourself and you do the right thing and you eat the right things it's totally possible breastfeeding totally possible again each woman is different so nobody's forcing or pressing I'm just saying if you're a sister who was considering it 
it can be done and try. I'm not, I, maybe I'll do a whole different one on like pregnant and breastfeeding. I'm not going to go into that right now, but I will say that um, like smoothies, super important. 8 to 16 ounces of that, 8 to 16 ounces of water, and that way I get that hydration in. And then guess what we eat for breakfast? <sighs> I get, I get excited just thinking about it because I'm that corny and it's like, because I'm a foodie and I love food. We have a Turkish breakfast in the morning. Now, why a Turkish breakfast? Because we went to Istanbul and we had this beautiful spread morning after morning and I just got hooked, number one. Number two, and I actually have a pic of it on my Instagram on one of the pictures. But the other reason is because so it's like totally homemade and delicious, but so many things can be made ahead and kept in the fridge for days. Because you're doing like spreads of fruits and cheeses and things and you're literally just bringing out some fresh bread, some olives, some olive oil, and then like all these little um, dishes. And we actually went all out and like bought the little Turkish dishes. Like they're only like a couple dollars each and then like you just put it all out it looks like you cooked up a storm and made this elegant super spread but you actually just took stuff out of the fridge and put them in plates and put them on a table but it looks so beautiful so um that's what we do it's super healthy it's super satisfying and you like i said don't have to do much when you're like half awake in the morning right so we do that we put all that out sorry for my my small food rant as you can see i, I look forward to food <laughs> so uh we do love our food so anyway so we do this we do the turkish breakfast and i i got away from doing like the fool and the hubs and things like that guys because it actually makes you dehydrated those things actually scientifically will make you dehydrated and make you hungry faster so that's actually why we gravitated away it's not that i don't love those things it's just that we tend to put them more like in the in the time of breaking fast if we did want to eat them because it's just it's just counterproductive to like not wanting to be hungry right so anyway um so some days now moving past that moving past breakfast um we go and we obviously pray fajr we pray fajr together as a family collectively i i I encourage you guys to try to pray together in the same room it is something about it when you pray every morning with your husband if you're married or if you have kids or even if you're not if you just there's just something if you pray with somebody else that is better so if you can just do it there's obviously so much barakah but it's also such a serious bond. Our family has gotten so much closer just doing that. It's also very good for the children to see their parents praying together, praying with your parents. Memories, I can't tell you to this day, because my kids now, um, two of them are married, that they just, they love it and they look forward to it. So anyway, we do that as a family. After that, I go and I read some Quran. And this is a very good time of barakah, guys. So do not, try not to go back to sleep right away. Try not to. We live to see Ramadan, alhamdulillah. Try to do do it for real. This is boot camp, right? So anyway, we do a little bit of Quran. I have a teacher for Zoom that I have her for overseas. So I usually do a, a little session with her or I review on my own or whatever. And um, then after that, I do journaling. Journaling is so important, guys, to put you in a good mood. Even though we're fasting, we're going to have days where it is hard because we got all kinds of things, emotional things happening, family, work, friends, whatever. Get yourself centered. Get your day starting right. Um, how do I journal specifically? It's very specific. I, I do this one particular kind. It is amazing. If you're a person who is in actually a particularly dark place right now, could be depression, could be suicidal thoughts, could be whatever. This is this is this is human life. This is what happens, right? You're going through a tough time. Guys, journal in the morning for five minutes. Believe me, you can turn from negative to super positive. I don't care what your situation is if you do this particular method. Now, I have a podcast on it and how I do it. It's called, I think, How to Stop Feeling Horrible. 
If you just look it up in my podcast, I think I also detailed it in my blog and in a post. But yeah, try that inshallah ta'ala and it'll work. So I, I do that just to keep my mood right, start my mornings right. And then um, I will do some work. My kids, I have three older children and two smaller children. Um, you'll probably mostly see my two smaller children and my videos or something if I do them. But um, I love quiet time to myself. If you're a mom, you know you don't get much of that so if your children are sleeping and it is possible take that hour or two that is your time in the morning sometimes i'm doing work sometimes i'm doing studying sometimes i'm doing house cleaning i didn't get to but mostly i'm by the end of it doing some type of dinner prep because i do again chop 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 just like some veggies up or whatever it is or i marinate some stuff shove it in the fridge later on when it's time to do the the cooking 50 percent of it is done i'm usually not doing cooking cooking unless it's something that could sit on the fire for a while while i'm doing other stuff you know don't go to sleep obviously like that but i'm 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 doing some type of a prep so later i i can do it easy and fast and then the rest of my day is free so good to feel that that stuff is done so i'm doing all of that then um sometimes i'll go back to sleep for an hour or two sometimes i won't it depends but mostly guys i'm not a huge sleeper i just wanted to tell you one of the big problems in our ummah is we sleep through most of the fast or a lot of the fast or a considerable amount of the fast and i'm not going to go on a rant on on it like about this whole thing guys but i do want to say um this it's just not okay because like Rasulullah explained to us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained to us you know many many times over and over different parts of the Quran or different parts of the Sunnah that if we are fasting but we're missing Salah because we're sleeping through it or we're just not doing certain things or we're trying to avoid the fast by sleeping Allah knows and the fasting is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so like like let's not cheat ourselves and cheat our Akhirah and, and cheat our Creator and He's so generous and good to us that's the way I, I see it right and so subhanAllah um, I don't sleep very much but if I do I, some days I work some days I homeschool so if I'm working I'm going to get up get my stuff whatever and I'm going to go to work or drop off the kids wherever they need to go if I am homeschooling I will homeschool that day um, until about three o'clock when the kids um, finish and then um, like I take it super easy breezy slow normally guys I do my homeschooling in, in three to four hours there's no reason you should be doing homeschooling all day there's no reason and it doesn't matter how many kids you have and I could talk about that later on if people are interested but um, otherwise in Ramadan I'll draw it out a little bit we'll do stuff a little bit slower take it easy don't kill myself finish about three four my kids fast um, and so one of, one of my kids fast and some of the cousins so they will usually break their fast around three o'clock four o'clock they're younger they're not obligated but they like to do it so um, and then I'll play with them or I'll let them go outside and get some fresh air and stuff like that about 4 30 i'll start to cook the dinner why well back in the day i used to cook the dinner <clears throat> like an hour or two before but then i learned that sometimes stuff happens and there's nothing worse than feeding hungry people late fasting people late and i think anybody who's had this experience will know it's just like if looks could kill right <laughs> so what i would say is if you do it about 4 30 and again i do stuff homemade totally guys but at the same time pre-prepped some stuff before ramadan some stuff in the morning i'm putting stuff together and when i say like i have my my like futur, i have like the stuff we break fast with i'll explain in a minute then i have like maybe a light dinner sometimes my husband doesn't even want dinner if he has a huge futur, but whatever like light dinner and then i always have either some type of homemade sweets or something and yes i have time to do it it's about choosing what you do choosing wisely 
right? It's about not working harder, working smarter, right? So I actually purposefully choose things that are easier. If you marinate things, guys, you just have to like throw it on fire and it tastes delicious when you're fasting. That's not a lot of food for dinner, right? And, and a lot of effort. <clears throat> Same thing with sweets. There's certain sweets you could prep ahead, use more than one day. There's certain things you could freeze and make ahead, a lot of stuff like that. So I, I basically will um, do the dinner and then about an hour is usually left before it's time to, to for the then and to break fast. That time I read Quran, I just relax, guys. I'm not like watching TV. That's another thing I will say. In my house, we do not turn on the TV like at all during the day. I want to say at all. I make it a TV device free, like do something else with your life. I know that's like sacrilege again in like 2019, but try guys. It's not that hard. My kids actually look forward to it. And so we just make sure again, before Ramadan, there's stuff to do. Anyway, so about an hour before me, the reading Quran, relaxing, or sometimes I'll get a headache. That does happen sometimes when I, for like the lack of not having water, and I'll take like a 30 minute nap or something. Then I'll get up because we do have, again, I'm going to tell you about the breaking fast now. We do have like sambusa. Anything that's fried, I definitely do it at the last minute. I do not like soggy stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that we will pre do, but like the frying and stuff, I definitely will do last minute. Um, so I will say for our, again, this is going to sound weird, but we are a family of different cultures and we're mixed and we're blended blended from marriage and blended from culture so we have about like four or five cultures in the house it's very interesting so we have a turkish breakfast but none of us are turkish i will say that but that's just from our travels we're a huge traveling family of, across continents but for the um for the iftar we do break our fast with mostly a yemeni um iftar okay so we have like shafut we have a uh, um we have shorba we have a sambusa and stuff like that but um and we have watermelon. Um, if you guys don't know what these things are, um, shifut is like, um, have like it's like um, you have like a pancake and it has like yogurts. And it's almost like a chutney-ish type thing. Like Pakistanis do something, not the same, but with like some chats and chats and things like that. And then um, shorba is basically just like a milk and like a bulgur type of a thing. Um, I We love harira. And I make harira. Um, one of my friends from Morocco, she showed me this one and I, I love Moroccan food I just have so many Moroccan friends and so she gave me her homemade version of harira I think I might put it up in YouTube it is so delicious my children are like addicted so we make harira it's very very good and then um, subhanallah um, what else am I going to say we have four different types of sambusa that we make I'm going to do a whole like food one but we have vegans in the house we have vegetarians we have meat eaters and we have pescatarians so yeah we make different kinds of sambusa ahead of time so not to make ourselves stressed out or anything anyway so alhamdulillah um we have those things and then sometimes we'll have a light dinner and then this is again my favorite time of the day just because my family we have built traditions around this time that is just it's our time so then usually what we'll do is we will um eat dinner if there's any time left which there usually is not we're usually just kind of like making wubu we all jump in the car together this is my older children my younger children now some of my kids are married with their spouses we like jump in the car either one car two car we have like big car you can see my car organization video we have like a big car and that's why we love to like trek a whole bunch of people around and we all just go to the masjid we go to the masjid and we pray um tarawi like 28 
days out of the month sometimes there's always something that happens but we always go for 30 guys if you have not prayed thought away and you just stay home it is not the same in ramadan i'm just gonna say it straight out i've done this for at least like 15 years straight of doing it this way it is so amazing it's something about being with the whole ummah every night something about getting out the house otherwise you stay home and you just you just end up doing other stuff you end up being lazy you end up like binge watching stuff on netflix or social media it's just it's not the same in ramadan guys if you want to have a different ramadan go out and pray tarwi find a masjid you know what i used to do when i was single i used to masjid hop you know like people stuck for allah they like bar hop i used to like masjid hop i know that sounds so weird and crazy but i used to masjid hop like go to the turkish masjid meet some sisters there go to another masjid like uh that's like albanian pray there go to pakistani i know we shouldn't say that that way but that's how our masjids are unfortunately we're still like we're in segregation or something i don't know why may allah unite us but um anyway we'd pray all over i'd meet so many people i'd hear so many beautiful uh speeches it was just amazing i'd be crying and weeping with women i never met it was just beautiful so if you are, are young masjid hop enjoy enjoy go out explore and if you're not and of course not with like the opposite sex so obviously with people of your same your same gender but i'm saying if you do have family pick one masjid and just make that your home and just go every night and mashallah i usually pick one that has child care because i want to have time to myself so if you can find one with reliable child care it took me years i'm gonna admit they're not all so amazing but yeah we go out we we go to the masjid we pray tarawi we all jump in the car now some nights after the masjid we'll all run to because we live in new york we go to 7-eleven we get like whatever we get snacks we get slurpees again it's just so like we look forward to it or we'll drive to cold stone creamery we'll all get some ice cream or some nights we'll just come home and have the sweets that i have made and we'll have some tea right after that i'll just get getting to the end of the night guys after that um there is this one particular series that i love i want to encourage i'm so sorry guys this podcast is longer than usual it's usually like a super short podcast but i just wanted to be so detailed because i know that this is something people they will ask questions about and i want to make sure it was clear um so the last part of the night right before when we come home is we watch a particular show and i'm gonna butcher his name too because i'm horrible with names but i think it's fahad khandri he has this show it's called um uh traveler with the quran or another one that he has is guided by the Quran. Subhanallah. This brother, may Allah bless him, give him Jannah for those. He goes all over the world and he sits with people who have Arabic as their second um, language and how they memorize Quran. Beautiful, beautiful children, people of all ages. And it's so inspirational. And because Ramadan is the month of Quran, subhanallah, this particular... Um, this particular show is just so inspirational. I just want you to read Quran even more. So, um, yeah, then we just basically, we might watch that for 30, 40 minutes, like maybe an episode or two of that. We, we, we you know, wash up, make our witr prayer, make some more da'a, and then we just go to sleep. And then the next day is the next day all over again. So I know that was a bit longer than usual, guys, but because it is a detailed schedule, I just wanted to go play for play and give you a bit of the why, because everybody does stuff differently, and I just wanted to be clear about why this has become my structured every year thing and um i didn't do anything about like decorations and how i like stiff before i'll get into that a little bit guys i have a little bit on my youtube channel but again go check it out i'm going to be putting a lot of stuff that's more visual there so you'll get to see it is a new channel and i also you know so it's it's not like i have tons of videos there but they're coming up a lot faster than ramadan and i do have one about spiritual prep in there it's a little bit you know not as exciting because it's just a tutorial of the exact packets and things that I use and I go play for play how I use it in detail but if you like that kind of thing it's there for you I um I I 
just ask that you make dua for me. I'll make dua for your family. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us again to reach Ramadan and to reap the benefits of Ramadan. Um, Ameen. And inshallah ta'ala, I hope to see you in the next podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please don't feel um, shy to message me. And I try to just address anything that people send my way. Um, I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum.